everyone and welcome back to seldom make history long time no see or i guess here i'm really sorry to have left for so long but i have been sick as a dog with a cold so i apologize if my voice is scratchy or it sounds a little funky i am recovering but the cough is just a monster so enough about that and let's get into today's lady this is the one and only emma edmonds so let's begin Sarah Emma Edmondson was born in New Brunswick, Canada in December of 1841. The exact birth date of hers is unknown, but she was born to a farming family and her father wanted a boy to help with the work. As a result, her father resented his daughter and some sources know that he abused her terribly. As a result of this contempt and abuse in her home, Sarah ran away from home. And also she ran away from a forced marriage that she didn't want. So she went by Emma Edmonds instead to hopefully not be recognized by her name of Sarah. For about a year, she stayed and worked in Canada, but fearful of her father finding her, Emma decided to move to the United States. To move safer through the States and to stay safe as a woman alone in general, Emma decided to hide her identity and pose as a man, and her alias was Franklin Thompson. It also helped with job opportunities. As a man, she could get many more jobs as she could as a woman. And she soon settled in Connecticut as a traveling Bible salesman. That is her real job, which I did not know there was one. She worked at this job for several years until the U.S. Civil War broke out between the North and the South in 1861. Emma was a staunch Unionist and decided as her ruse as a man worked thus far, she'd enlist as a soldier, and she did just that, enlisting with the Union Army, the 2nd Michigan Infantry, for three years. She didn't partake in any major battles for a while, but she and her group were essential in covering Union retreats. They were in the first Battle of Manza. Emma stayed behind to nurse her fellow soldiers and she narrowly escaped being captured during this time. She returned to her regiment in Washington and continued to work as a nurse until 1862. And in March of that year, she was tasked with the job as a mail carrier later that month. Emma and her fellow soldiers also took part, took part in the siege of Yorktown, Virginia from April 5th to April 4th. I'm sorry, from April 5th to May 4th, my apologies. It was here that Emma was assigned as a spy. Some historians doubt that she actually did any true espionage work, but in her own memoirs, she described her work. And for me, and my knowledge on how we treat women's work, and my own experience researching and learning as women's side of history, more often than not, women aren't given credit for their work, and they are outright dismissed for a lot of their work, and or it's seen as unimportant. But I digress. In August, Emma and her regiment were in the Second Battle of Manza. Emma acted as a courier and was thrown to a ditch during a battle, breaking her leg and suffering internal injuries. These injuries would plague her for the rest of her life. From December 11th to the 12th, during the Battle of Fredericksburg, Emma served as an orderly for Colonel Orlando Poe, and Emma's job was to go back and forth between headquarters with messages. In the springtime of 1863, Emma and her regiment were sent to Kentucky. Upon arriving, though, Emma contracted malaria. Not wanting to go to the army's doctor as, of course, if she was looked over, they'd figure out she was a woman and discharge her at best and other, well, it's the army. So Emma left her regiment sometime in April and Franklin Thompson, aka Emma's alias, was charged with desertion. But Emma herself came back to the army as, as a nurse once she was cured. She worked with the Christian Commission and she worked with them from June 1863 until the end of the Civil War. After the war, Emma began to write her memoirs in 1864, and it is titled Nurse and Spy in the Union Army. She donated all the proceeds for these books to soldiers' aid groups. 
After this, Emma really kind of fades from view, from view of history. She settles down with a man she married named Linus Seal in 1867, and they had three children together. I am not sure when they did, but they did. In the 1870s, Emma had a reunion with her fellow soldiers, and they helped her clear her record of desertion, helped her get her pension from the war. And this effort, though it took a little bit, it did work. And in 1884, she was cleared of all desertion, and she was awarded her pension. After that, her life is pretty quiet, and in 1897, Emma was admitted to the Grand Army of the Republic, the only woman in that. One year later, Emma passed away in her home in Texas on September 5, 1898. In 1901, she was reburied with military honors at Washington Cemetery in Houston, Texas. And that is her story. Some sources were mixed on when Emma moved to the U.S. in her early years, and some said Michigan, and others said Connecticut, like I said earlier. But just to be on the safe side, I wanted to add that. Unfortunately, this one is very short, but it's like so often with a lot of women's history, there's not a whole lot of information, which is deeply disappointing. But I thought this would be a good one to talk about and to get back into the swing of things, and I will hopefully have a much more lengthier and longer one out soon. To keep a lookout for that, it will be on a rather famous last name, but not necessarily a famous woman behind the last name. But I hope you really enjoyed Emma's story, or Sarah's, Emma or Sarah, whichever one you would like to prefer. And all the sources and pictures, if I am able, will be on my Instagram at Settle Make History. While there, you can find my biography resources and some quotes from other ladies in history. They're in their own words, essentially. And you can find a ton of other small tidbits on women in history. I hope you guys enjoy and I will hopefully be back soon. Bye. Thank you.